0: Thank you. Welcome to the show. This is your host, David Yannis, and you're watching Ignite Your Day. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of the broadcast. We have been talking about thinking big, talking big, and walking big. Talking big and walking big in God. Thinking big, Remember the things that God has put in your heart. Our last show, we talked about thinking big. Today, we're going to talk about talking big. And we're going to believe God, by the end of this week, you're going to have the tools that you need to stand firm that He is God. Our scripture. That we read our scripture of the week and our theme for the week is that God is with you. Our scripture is in Psalms 118.6. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what men do unto me. I will not fear what men do unto me. God is able. God is able to deliver you anytime. time. You see situations happen, and that you don't think you're going to make it through. You need to believe that God is able to do what He says He will do, and that He will change the things around you to make things possible, to make things happen. We're talking about the story of in Second, in First Samuel, one eight for uh, First Samuel. I believe it is chapter seventeen, verse twenty six. So when we finished, we talked about David thinking big, that he knew that God was able to handle the things that was going around in his life, that he knew that God was able to move and change and do great and mighty things. But let me tell you, sometimes when you walk into fear, you end up perceiving what fear has. Sometimes you don't know what fear needs to stop. You don't know when you need to put a stop to the fear. But we're going to believe God that today we're going to teach you what to do. David stepped into a place where everybody was trembling because of this great giant named Goliath. We all know the story. But what did David do? David immediately thought, why are you afraid? God is bigger than this giant. I tell you right now why are you afraid god is bigger than your debt god is bigger than your sickness god is bigger than the things that are keeping you at home or afraid or away from where you need to be god is bigger than any mental issue in fact i know god is bigger than mental issues because i have seen many people that have had issues in the mind and had fear and trembling and god healed them amazingly i was in a nashville Four people that were going to commit suicide came into the service. I preached on God's love. I preached on God's miracles. I preached on things of amazing wonders that God has done. And within that 20, 30 minutes of preaching, these people that were going to kill themselves, that we didn't know until the end of service when we're praying for deliverance, these four people came up no these five people came up and these five people came up and received deliverance one by one each one of them delivered from the spirit of suicide and depression because that's what god does when you know that he is bigger than any sickness any disease anything jesus done it jesus finished it the bible says that jesus said it is finished all sickness and disease was hung up on the cross with the lord Every healing we got is by His stripes. We are healed. God has anointed and healed us and delivered us. And we have to remember that. We have to remember that every time. We need to believe that God is. That God is able. We got to believe that God is the God that He says He is. We need to believe that God is able to deliver us. The word of God that we just read. That He is on our side. We should not fear what man can do. This is what David knew in his heart. This is his psalm that we're reading. These are his words in the Psalms. He knew that God was on his side. So this is what happened for David, and we're going to paraphrase a little bit of it because it's a bit of bit of scripture. But I'm going to read them to you. Um, this is verse 26, and David spake to and spake to the men that stood by him, saying, "What shall be done unto the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel?" from who is a circumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of God. Who is this circumcised? Who is he? Mm. David had an attitude on him. and It was an attitude of faith. and It was an attitude that was a bit cocky. I've been told I've been cocky at times as well. I was uh, preaching um, healing services here left and right. Um, some man, other gentlemen of faith, wrote and said, well, if you're such a healer, why don't you go to the hospitals and heal the children? I go where my father sends me. I go where God tells me to go. Although I would love to walk into a children's hospital and lay hands on every kid, there has to be a place of faith. They have to believe for God to do it. Then it's going to be me and not God. I have to go where the Spirit sends me to go. Well, anyway, this, this conversation kept going on, and even, I think, days, it kept considering some really silly reply. And... Eventually, I just don't do it. Just do it. Pick the hospital you want me to go to. I'll pay my way. I'll take care of my flight. I have faith. You pick the hospital. You make the arrangements, and I'll go. And God will heal. Because I believe God will do it. Eventually, someone reading the thread said, Dr. Yannis seems cocky. I go, yes, I'm cocky. About God's miracle work and power. It does what it says it does when you lift it in faith. Don't challenge me about healings. I know God heals. If you're going to preach the gospel, preach the full gospel, not part gospel. Believe that God heals as much as he saves. In fact, the word of God says that salvation and healing are no difference. Not one person here will ever, ever doubt that a person's saved when they go up to the altars. We all take it by faith. They give their heart to Jesus. Amen. They're in the kingdom. We don't ever challenge and think something supernatural just didn't happen in front of us. But the minute we talk about healing, some people can't receive it. The minute we say God is God and he heals, some people can't receive it. The minute we lay hands on you, because the Bible says lay hands on those that are sick, bring them among you, to the elders, they may lay hands on them so they may recover. And the minute we talk about healing, people say, well, I don't know if that happened believe just like you believe for salvation believe for healing it's the same faith and it was both covered at the same time when jesus on the cross our salvation came and our healing came i believe it you need to as well so david was was here he was in the in this area of listening to these men and the people answered him, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth. And Eli, his eldest brother, heard when he said unto him, And Eli's anger kindled against David, and he said, Why comest thou down hither, with whom thou hast left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and thy naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art not come down that thou mightest see the battle. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned to him to spoke to another and spake after the same manner and the people answered him again after the four manner okay King James is a bit confusing for some but let me just say his brother got mad at him isn't that what happens we speak up in faith, we stand in faith we believe in faith and then someone, that our relative or family member or a close friend will be negative to what we're trying to get done David said, what have I done I'm just telling you what God does what have I done, I'm only telling you what God does We'll be right back. We're going to just talk about this a little bit more. But I want to tell you this. You need to believe. No matter what people tell you, what people want you to do, or how people try and dismiss what your strength is and your belief in faith, you need to believe that God is able to do it. We'll be right back in just a minute. God bless. Hi, this is David Yanis, and I want to thank you so much for listening to our broadcast. Today I want to offer you some very special collections of books that are mine personally that I want to give to you. I'm going to offer you Ignite Your Faith, the book that has been all over the world and has touched people all over the world. It's about healings, miracles, signs and wonders. I'm also going to offer you the CD, Ignite Your Faith, which is not an audio book, but three healing services. These healing services have been anointed, blessed, and recorded them in Sid Ross Studios, and many people have been blessed with testimonies of deliverance and healing. I'm also going to offer you The Recruit, and Almost Out of Grace my other two books. These are my first two books. Uh, the recruits about me when I was in the military and about divine revelation, miracles and healing while I was in there, intervention by God. And Almost Out of Grace is a book about relationships. And both men and women have been so blessed with it that has touched their lives. We're going to offer this offer. It's called Ignite, offer number 148 for $50 or more. For $50 or more, we're going to send you all four product. You're going to be blessed with them. You're going to be encouraged with them. And most of all, you're going to help move this ministry forward. God bless you. Remember, you can go to our special website. You can go to give us a call or you can write us. Give us a call. Go to our special website or write us. Include, if you write or call, mention 148 or write down 148 Ignite so we know which packs to send you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to our broadcast. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, David Yannis, and you're watching Ignite Your Day. God bless you for tuning in and staying a part of our broadcast. We have great things happening here, and we're believing that God's going to change some things in your life. Today's show, we've been talking about talking big, talking big, talking big. Not talking big that you're cocky, because some people will take it like that, but talking big about God's victories. Oh man, I tell you what, how many people have sat me down in conference centers, in uh, places that I go and attend conventions to be part of the broadcasting or to be part of the, the publishing books that we do. And I, and, I, and I run into different people, different places, and it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. And, and that is this, that does God really do miracles? Does God really heal? Does God really do these things that you speak about? Well, I'm not lying to you. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. God is a miraculous God. One testimony comes to my mind that is just amazing that happened. I was preaching in Hawaii, in Hayiehu, just on the other side of, the, of uh, Oahu area. It's uh, more the, well, I guess the northern part. Uh, North Shore's one spot, and then there's um, Oahu. And I go out there and I preach at this uh, um, oh, I'm sorry, it's I Again, my cities come for use. I go out there and I minister. Um, this is my second time going out there. Um, when I go to Waikiki, it's a small little church. There's probably less than 60, 70 people that come in. But is it in an area where there's uh, there's no great movement of faith, but there's great people there? And I go there because it's an area that is ignored and not many people go there because it is the furthest part of the island that you can go to and it's remote and the roads are bad um, as far as when it rains you're trapped in fact the day I was going it was raining and I was excited to go there because there was a testimony that I just wanted to check up on it was in November of last year that I was there and I was going out the door and packing my bag the same bag I have here in the studio and the same bag that's always with me around the world I had it I was packing it to get Ready to head back, and I take my um, I take this right here, my 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 notes and my and then my iPad, and we and we go out to preach. That's pretty much what I go do. And as I was leaving, this young girl comes up to me. Her name's Melissa, and she looks at me and she goes, "Uncle," and I, my back's turned. She goes, "Uncle," and I turn around and I go, "I go yes, mom." She goes, "Can you heal my arm?" And her arm was was visibly bent. And, and out of place and I looked at her and as I looked at her and I looked at this arm and I'm like I'm like Jesus can heal you yes Jesus can do this yes he is able to heal you I believe it 100% right now that God will heal you do you believe that Jesus can heal you young girl maybe teenager in early teens and she picks up her hand and gives it to me yes please do what you do I looked at that hand, I put my hand gently on it, and I moved my hand slowly around it like that, and I just spoke a prayer God, heal my sister's arm. Now, I didn't pull it or anything, I just held her, and instantly that hand, this young girl's hand, snapped back into place right in front of us. As it snapped back into place, I looked at her, and I just smiled. And she cried, and she cried. I go, Is it straight? And she kept moving it. She goes, I couldn't do this before. I go, How's it going? And she goes, it's going really good. And as she moved her arm, she just cried and she gave me a hug. And she kept hugging me. And she goes, thank you for healing me. Thank you for doing what God does. I go, well, Jesus healed you. Amen. But I'm grateful that I was able to come and pray for you. And it's a blessing. So since that miracle, I've always been trying to come back because I want to kind of, I want to see how Melissa's doing. But I also want to see how the other people that we've prayed for. And as I was in this place and I was praying, um, when I was about to start doing the service, I, I went up there to do a service. I seen young Melissa now. Her hair was purple now, wasn't blonde anymore. And I said, "How's?" I just point to her and I go, "How's that arm?" And as I point to her like that, she looked at me and she held her arm up and she goes, "My arm is good. It is still straight. It is still healed." And she had the biggest smile on her face. Isn't that amazing? how God to do that so when I see testimonies like that I can't help this was an instant miracle right in front of me I can't help but say this is what God does this is what God does how can I not speak of these wonderful testimonies that I've seen with my own eyes this is what God does and I believe in the story that I'm telling you right now in the story that david spoke to people about god's wonders his strength his authority that people looked at him like he was crazy like he didn't know what he's talking about anyway if you keep speaking it if you keep speaking faith if you keep speaking miracles it'll eventually get to someone and someone will believe in what you're doing and this happened to get to the king and when the words were heard this verse 31 this is first uh, Samuel seventeen thirty one and when he heard the words were heard with david spake they were they rehearsed him before Saul, and he sent for him see saul was curious he didn't want to go and fight this guy he didn't have the faith but he heard of some young guy that said he could do it and not only that he could do it but there's some value behind this guy because he's passionate he was passionate about this he was he was excited about it but he was passionate that god could do this and David said to Saul, let no man's hearts fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. So David came to Saul and said, don't worry, I got this. I got this. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, a kid, and a man of war from his youth. And he and he, a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and, and to take a lamb out of the flock, and I went out after them, and smote them, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, smote him, and slew him. Thy slew, servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this is the uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he had defied the five armies of the living God. And David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go. And thy Lord be with thee. Thy Lord be with thee. Jehovah be with thee. It is an amazing thing when you believe that God can do the things that God says he can do. When you believe that God is able to move and change the things around you. When you believe that God is going to do great and mighty things. And you've seen it. You've seen it. There's nothing, absolutely nothing, that's going to stop you from believing what God can do when you've lived it in your life and you speak about it. Now, Saul could have said, these are just words. Saul could have said, hey, you know what? Okay, I understand, you know, maybe the ride was a bit long. You need some rest. <laughs> no, Saul said, man, this guy, he believes. He blessed them and said, go and fight this guy. I believe that God will use you. You have to have that fight, that tenacity in you that says that God is able to deliver me at any time, that God can change the things that are around me at any time. you got to believe that. you got to trust that, that God will do it because God will. God will move in a great way for you. He will change things around you. You've got to be like young David was, it? a young man of faith, saying, I know God is with me. This was when he was young. The Psalms are when he was a bit older that he wrote. This is when he was young and he knew that God was with him and he testified about the great things God had done in his life. You need to testify about the things. You need to talk big. You need to talk big about what God has done. Not about David Gannis. Not about who, whoever you are. You talk about the great God that is able to deliver you and have delivered you before. He'll deliver you again. Hey, we got another great session of Igniter Faith coming up. Please continue to watch. God bless. Hi, this is David Gannis. I want to invite you to one of our healing services. Please visit our website, find out more details, but we have services all over the United States and literally all over the world. We have gone through South Africa, Kenya, India, Mexico, Peru. We are all over the United States from Los Angeles to Florida, all the way up to Nashville, to Wisconsin, all the way down to Texas. We have several services in Texas, Louisiana. We've been there and we're going back Nashville. We've been there and we're going back Hawaii. We're going back. I want you to go to our website, find some place that you can get to so we can pray for you. If you can't make it, Just believe, send me a prayer request. I will try my best to answer you. I do text back. I do email back. I do make phone calls back. I do write back. So if you write me personally, call me, I will try my best to get back to you. God bless you. Thank you so much for watching our broadcast. Remember, go to our website to find out more details about our healing services. God bless you. I want to welcome you to Pure Fire School of Ministry, a place where you're going to be inspired in faith and a place where God is going to teach you something that you need to know from the Word of God. I put together several, several ministers, evangelists, uh, pastors, prophets, and we put them together to teach a subject that they are strongly suited for to get it into your spirit and your soul. Um, You can take it online and you can take it at your own pace. You can take one course or you can take all the courses. It's completely up to you. And what my goal is, is to inspire your faith through the teachings of great women and men of God and to make it accessible and affordable. If you go to our school, you'll see that it's affordable for anyone, whatever part of the world you live on, to be able to take it in. And I really believe that Pure Fire School of Ministry Will challenge you and get you motivated to do something for God. welcome to another great igniter faith session i pray that god is moving in great ways already during the show i know we've been talking about faith talking about miracles talking about healing today i want to present to you some amazing things that have happened in our ministry my job in this session is to ignite your faith i have to ignite your faith because god wants to do something in your life he wants to change things in your life so i have to be able to come in here Give you something, a little nugget, something to just push that faith just a little further. And I believe that I have something wonderful for you today. Just like in my book, Igniter of Faith, all it takes is something little to make that faith spark. And your faith's ignited, your miracle's there, your deliverance is there. I'm believing right now that those that are watching are healed. I'm believing right now that those that are watching are delivered. And I'm believing right now that finances are breaking through. Even during these crazy times, God is able i want to talk to you about my very, very good friend out there in, I'm going to say this for you, Haula, Hawaii. I started going out there about a year ago, and uh, our first time that we went there, it was an amazing trip. Um, this young girl was in the service. I preached on faith, and as you can tell, My hair is always messed up wherever I'm preaching, and people want to take pictures. But you know, this is a picture I had my wife take for me at our second service. The first time I visited, I preached on creative miracles. And there wasn't a big crowd. It was raining outside. This is an old Hawaiian church built back in the 1800s. one of the first churches on the island, and I'm honored to preach there. And when I preached there, look at the beautiful cold wood in the back. It's a beautiful, beautiful church, and there was just about 40 people at best. And they fed us pizza afterwards, so I was happy. And when I preached, this young girl came to me as I was leaving the actual, the actual service. I was packing my black bag my, with all, all my um, books and material and stuff that, that I'd take with me. I'm packing that bag and packing my backpack, and I'm getting the box ready to, to leave. And this young girl, her name's Melissa, comes up to me and she taps me on my shoulder. And I turn around and she goes, Uncle. I go, Yes, Mama. She says, Uncle, can you, can you fix my arm? Her arm was visibly bent, was visibly turned. Um, there were certain things she couldn't do with her hand. She couldn't move it in a, in a, in a position to, to grab things. And she was made fun of at school, and, and her grades were, were not that great, and her self-esteem wasn't that great. And I looked at her and I said, You know what? God is going to heal. God is going to heal your arm right now. Give me your arm, darlings. I wasn't preaching. I was finished praying for everyone. But at the last minute, I'm about to walk out the door. And this young woman comes up to me and says, Please heal my arm. I said, Well, Jesus is the healer. Amen. We all know that. Jesus is the healer. And I said, Okay, no problem. Let's go ahead and let's pray for this arm. So I put her arm out like that. And as I put her arm out, I gently massaged it, gently moved it, gently twisted it a little bit. And I just prayed. And I said, Lord, heal her arm. In that very instant... In that very hour, the Lord touched her arm, and God healed her. God fixed her arm. She looked at me. She cried. She could see that her arm was straight. I go, "How's your arm?" She goes, "It's straight." Well, this past year, I went back there to the same church in Haula, and I was out there preaching the gospel. I was about to start preaching. I opened up my Bible, had all my, my had my my um, sermon stuff ready, about to start doing healing service, and. I looked up and I see Melissa in the crowd. Now Melissa colored her hair, she's no longer sandy blonde, but she is now, uh, I guess, green or purple. I have no idea, or blue. But I looked at her and she smiled, I knew it was her when I seen her smile. I said, darlings, how's that arm? And she picks up her arm like this and says, my arm is still healed, straight and working fine. Amen. God is able to do that. God is able to do that just for a young woman, just grabbing out there to grab faith. Before I left the place, her faith was inspired. Was it ignited, but she just decided to get there and get the miracle that she needed before the man of God was gone. And she was healed. Well, let me tell you what. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he did it for Melissa, if he he did it for our little sister Melissa, he'll do it for you. I don't care where you're at in life. I don't care how far you think you've, you've gotten away from God. The Lord is here to touch you right now. He's here to minister to you right now. He's here to heal your body. Bring you back to the kingdom of God and deliver you out of your situation don't ever look at it if it's too gloomy. Don't ever look like no one's going to be able to help. I'm sure she's went to many doctors and they said they couldn't do anything for this arm. But God healed the brokenness. God healed the deformity. And God will do it for you. God bless you. Thank you for watching another great session of Igniter Your Faith. And thank you for watching Ignite Your Day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for watching today's episode. I pray that God moves and changes things in your life. I believe that you're healed in Jesus' name. That breakthrough is happening right now in your finances. And that your family is blessed in Jesus' name. I want to thank you again for watching our broadcast. And ask you to consider being a broadcast partner with our ministry. Please write us or visit us online. God bless you.